Hello guys, I am Ricardo de la Blanca. During the last 20 years, I've been working in different parts of the world where I met very interesting people. People who accomplish what seems impossible. People who make mistakes. Fun and passionate people. People from whom we are going to learn what no school or university can teach. We're going to learn from leaders. Salos Renni, how happy I am to see you right now, accepting this call. And let me tell you guys how I met Salo. Um, even though we are part of YPO Miami, uh, I, met, I really met um, Salo in Harvard. And I met Salo in a very particular way. I don't know if you remember Salo. But, uh, at the I don't, I don't. I, in, at the beginning of this program, um, there is a fantastic activity that um, also an idea for another YPOer. Um, that is um, a moment at the beginning of the where we share um, not just needs, leads, but also gratitude from other friends that in some way help us in, 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 I don't know, in, the, in our projects. And uh, it's very crazy. And I think, Salo, one of the most beautiful things that you have is that by far every single person or the, or the, you know, the big vote in this moment is always Salo Strandy. So you have been the person that have been helping more friends, more YPOers in Harvard so far. Well, I, 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 I appreciate that. Thank you. But, uh, you know, it shows that if you pay people enough, they vote for you. <laughs> uh, just, just kidding. But listen, you measure a life, of, but uh, not, not by what you get, but what you give. And obviously, if you can, if you can share that with your friends, and uh, it's, it's, it's great to get recognized. Uh, so it's, it's, it's very moving when I was recognized uh, as, uh, as the person with, with the most thanks. But, uh, but the reality is I encourage everybody uh, to give back because uh, that's, that's, uh, that's how you uh, gain a light. As a matter of fact, I was just uh, uh, listening to uh, the mayor of Miami and they asked him, why would he run for office? Why, uh, why would he really takes sacrifice from a great career in, in, in being a mayor. And what he said was that uh, you can be rich by how much money you have in your bank, but you can also be rich by, by, number, by, by giving back and uh, that he serves uh, in order to give back. That's how his bucket gets filled. Amazing, amazing. But in this way, I, I met Salo and, and he, when I present my, my idea, he was one of the person that sent me a note that I can help you. And as soon as I get back to Miami, um, I really get in contact with Salo. And, uh, and it's amazing, Salo, how much you help me through the ideas to make me think and, and to be part of this Project Freedom. So and, uh, I'm so, so uh, you know, grateful that you have been part of this project and also in my life as a friend. So thank you again, brother. And, and again, to help. It's an amazing, it's an amazing work that you have done so far. Also, I know that you have a lot of people in Endeavor. There's another organization where you also help entrepreneurs. But um, as I told you before of this call, the idea, Salo, and you are that um, it, of these videos is to, to in some way give a different perspective to the people. So, so far, every single person is so negative thinking about how many people are dying, my business is gonna die. And I believe in, if we saw this situation in another way, like it's a moment where everything is in pause and you can rethink your life, you can rethink your, your business. And uh, what I need or what I want is to really 
uh, push people to be positive, to be inspired. And what a better way that bring my network to them, showing how you guys made it. So the idea, Salo, right now is that you in some way uh, tell us your story, how you start, where, where you have born, uh, the first school, the first uh, problem, the first mentor. And then I'm going to give you some questions because um, also I'm trying to do um, kind of a statistic of the, the, you know, the basic things that every single entrepreneur in this world in some way is doing. So thank you again, Sal. I love you. And tell us our story. Your story. Yeah, thank you. No, it's, it's, it's great to be here. So uh, I was born in Colombia. I was born in Cali, Colombia. And I came to uh, the States uh, when I was 14 years old. I finished high school here in Miami Beach. And, uh, and then I ended up going to Penn State uh, and studying accounting. The reality is I had no clue what I wanted to study. So for some of our young friends, uh, there's so much pressure for them to know what, uh, what they should major in and, and what they should do and, and lay out the rest of their life. When in reality, when you're 16, 17, 18 years old, you have no idea uh, what you want to do in life. So it's, 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 it's pretty unfair to do that. So um, anyway, I finished here. I went to Penn State. Uh, I had no idea what I wanted to study. And, and I got a uh, I got a, an A in accounting, and it was pretty easy. So I figured that uh, that accounting uh, was was really my uh, my gift because if I could get an A without studying, uh, I was in pretty uh, pretty good shape. I did that. I um, uh, I was going to go to law school because I still didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, I ended up uh, uh, meeting, seeing a friend that was all dressed up. Found out she was interviewing with the big accounting firms. She dared me to interview with the accounting firms. I ended up. Uh, working for was back then the largest accounting firm in the world, a firm by the name of uh, Arthur Anderson. Uh, and it was a great decision. Uh, it's, it was a great decision because my partners today, 30 years later, in my VC firm are all guys I worked with at Anderson 30 years ago. Wow. It shows you, 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 you never ever are burn, burn a bridge. So I, so I worked at Anderson for eight and a half years. I uh, had some great mentors, had some great education, uh, learned, learned quite a bit. Uh, most people think that, uh, that you graduate college and you're done learning when in reality it's just the beginning. That's when you really start uh, the real learning in life and uh, the growth mindset. Carol Dweck out of Stanford wrote a great book uh, called The Growth Mindset. So that's, that's one great book recommendation for everybody that's looking to, uh, to, to read something great. So, uh, so I ended up leaving Anderson, went to work for uh, what was the world's largest generic pharmaceutical company back then. And then I, I found this small, company in in, uh, in uh, Westchester in Western Miami that was great that helped you analyze the markets and and uh, uh, with, with, with with great founders and great people and then we took that took a public grew it to be the seventh largest broker in the US uh, about the same size as E trade uh, in terms of trades and uh, it's, it, it was a great great uh, journey in 2011 I sold it to Japan's second largest broker and in 2016, I left that firm and I was going to do nothing for a year, but I ended up partnering, like I mentioned, uh, with the guys that I'm currently partnered with. Uh, and uh, what we're doing is finding great startups with great teams that we can help uh, and helping them grow and helping them achieve great things. Got it, got it. And so when you were a kid, you were not clear about the future. So you were totally... Is, 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 uh... So I think maybe in my case, since my father owned a factory, fashion, whatever, I was kind of, okay, I need to keep the business of my father, but you never saw it in this way? You, you were kind of more open? 
Yeah, so so my 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 father and grandfather had a business in in uh, in Colombia. Sorry, I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm charging this before it dies. It's about to die. Uh, super professional. Uh, these are effects. These are, these are visual effects. As yeah. you can understand, the 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 the, the value of salt. Keeping it real. We keeping it real. <laughs> exactly. Keeping it real. We keeping it real. You know. Um, anyway. <laughs> The, uh, um, my, my grandfather and grandfather had a business. They had uh, a retail jeans business. Uh, but when we, when we came here, uh, in, the situation in Colombia kept getting worse and worse. And over time, it became pretty clear that that wasn't part of my, of my future. I did have some businesses while I was in college, and I was always entrepreneurial. But, but I wasn't clear when I was going to graduate college exactly what I was going to do. And what, what, where were these uh, entrepreneurial uh, business in the in college? So, so I had I had a I had a business selling magazine. I had a business that took kids uh, to um, down to uh, in spring break. Uh, so so I always did stuff. Uh, and I think you know one of the things you know you talked about success. One of the one of the things I noticed about success is uh, starting early. Everybody I know that's been successful. Had a job, started early, and uh, was not afraid to work early. So, so that's one of the common traits that I that I that I looked at as I was raising my kids. But what uh, what 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 is amazing? How do you raise great people? And it's clear that uh, one of those things is um, is by um, by really um, helping helping them understand the value of dollar early on. Yes, and and also the the other fact that you mentioned that. It- I understand that we need to keep learning is kind of a must. The only way to 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 move forward is to always learn and always improve. It's another yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. You you and I met at Harvard and we were sharpening our saw, but it, but it's clear that uh, that uh, that it's important to continue to grow and continue to uh, to 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 expand your 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 um, your knowledge base. It's clear. Okay, uh, Salo, uh, tell me some basic, so that's, here are some basic questions. For example, how old are you right now? I'm uh, 53. Okay. Almost. And what, when was the first time you make money? Do you remember the age? I think I started, you know, basically doing odd stuff, selling sodas or something on the beach, that kind of stuff at age uh, probably 14, 15. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the, the first entrepreneurial business that you had? The magazine one that you said? Or do you have um, a specific one that you consider more important? Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I think in college when, when I started creating packages uh, for, uh, to, to, for, for kids to come to Florida for spring break, that was, uh, you know, I walked into, into what was Eastern Airlines back then and asked to rent a 747 with no flight attendants and an open bar. That certainly made a statement uh, to the people at Easton. They laughed and threw me out pretty quickly. <laughs> so the idea worry. was amazing. Yeah, the idea, but it doesn't work. Yes. <laughs> they, they, they shared with me that uh, flight attendants are there for security, not to serve drinks. Uh, I said, I didn't need them to serve drinks. I just have an You learned something at this age. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. The, the biggest failure in your life, Salo? Um, Biggest failures is when we were at Trade Station, we ended up going into foreign exchange space where, where regulators didn't, the kind of space they favored, and they ended up closing. When I entered that space, there was something around 30 players in the US. By the time I exited, 
there was less than five. Um, and, and I learned that, uh, that when something, the government doesn't want you to do something, they, they're not in favor of doing something, it's not going to happen. Got it. And the biggest yeah. success? Biggest success is, I think, uh, selling Trade Station to Japan's second largest broker and really growing that to be 600 employees strong and, and to be, uh, we have the highest net promoter score uh, in, of all the brokerage firms. So you take Schwab, you take E-Trade, you take Ameritrade, we have the highest net promoter score. Wow. Yeah. Salo, what is happiness for you? What is what? Happiness for you. Happiness. Oh, happiness for me is, is, is really the ability to give my gift to the world uh, every day. And I do three things very well. I achieve, I, um, I inspire, and I connect. So if I can do a little bit of those three things every day, uh, to me, that's, that's happiness. Amazing. And so far, you do, you do really well, let me tell you. At least in my case. Thank you. Yes. Okay, Salo, another question. There is an amount of money that you want to stop working, or do you have kind of, okay, when I make the billion, I'm going to stop, or <laughs> how much money do you need to stop, or you don't want to stop? No, I, I, I don't think stop working is, um, is related to how much money you have in your bank account because there's, there's a lot more people that are more, much more and more wealthy than me. To me, it's, uh, to, to me um, I, I get a lot of joy out of working. So whether it's working for money or it's working uh, to make an impact, I, I don't think I'll ever stop working. I, I think the day you stop working is the day you start dying and I'm in no rush to start dying. I agree. I agree. So the best advice someone give you? Um, the best advice somebody gave, gave me. I think the best advice uh, was um, uh, only worry about those things you can, you can control. No sense in worrying about things you have no control over. Nice one. Uh, someone that is an inspiration for you or a legend? A legend. Uh, you know, my grandfather was very inspirational. My grandfather was a survivor of, of the Holocaust, lived in a concentration camp, and went from there to building a large empire in Colombia. So to me, uh, he's a great source of inspiration. For sure. How many yeah. days do you make exercise? Uh, during COVID or before COVID? Uh, before, different. before. <laughs> exactly. uh, before COVID, uh, two to three if I was lucky. After COVID, uh, five to six. So okay, that's good. a good thing about COVID. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so hopefully it sticks after COVID. Hey, uh, do you do you take care of the food? So you are healthy in terms of food, or do you eat healthy? Uh, yes, I try to. I love to eat, but I do try to eat, eat healthy. Hey, yes, I saw the picture that in the last trip of you in Europe, and I don't I don't think that you were super focused on. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I was super focused on eating great. Exactly. So yes, at what time yes. do you get to sleep? Uh, I try to be in bed by 10 to 11. Perfect. And at what time? And I try to sleep eight hours a night. I, I try to sleep eight hours. Sleep is so important. People underrate sleep. But to me, if I don't get a good night's sleep, it screws the rest of the day for me. I agree. Me too. And at what time do you wake up normally? Uh, 6, 7 a.m. Okay. Um, do you have any weekend routine or some simple? Um, yeah, no, we, we've been going for long walks, like eight to 10 mile walks on Saturday morning with my wife. Um, and, um, and, uh, you know, normally I try to exercise at length on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings. Got it. Um, 
I, I know that you have many, but if you need to give an advice of just one book, what is the book that you recommend? Um, I, 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 uh, I'll follow up what I said earlier. I, I would recommend Carl Dweck's Growth Mindset because it's such an important thing right now. Okay, Ansalo, one advice that you give to people, this is the last question, uh, in pandemic, what, what, what is the advice that you give to everything? You know, listen, um, what, what I'll say is that we're very lucky. If you were born in 1900, you would have been drafted for World War I in 1914. You would have the Spanish flu in 1918. You're going to have the Depression, the Great Depression in 1928. Uh, in 1926, you know, the, you're going to have World War II in 1939. We're pretty lucky. We're not, this is nothing. And uh, this too shall pass. And it's times like this that create incredible opportunities. Every time you've had uh, a crisis like this, uh, great companies have been formed. So my question to everybody listening is what, how will they take advantage of the situation uh, to, to, to better themselves, to better their communities? Love it, Salo. I, I totally agree with you. And in, in fact, what you mentioned that is a perspective. So no, not just see the problem, but you know, see the whole. I, I, I totally agree. And, and this part of the thing that we're trying to do in these videos that give a different perspective, show different stories that we can, and, and as you said before, so it's an opportunity to, for people to rethink their life. And, and as you said also, there are going to be a lot of opportunity because they, they, this change move everything. So maybe... It's a good opportunity for every single person. So, Salo, I love you. Thank you very much again. Thank you for your time. And again, thank you for your help in, in my company. So, I really appreciate it. Okay? Thank you, my friend. Take care, brother. Stay healthy. Love you. Take care.